All right, so, uh, hello. Hi, Haley, how are you? <laughs> good, how you doing? Good, good, happy to be here in Marshfield. Awesome, thank you so much for coming, by the way. I know yeah. we're we're a little out of the way. Yeah, no, it's, it's fine. I'm, you know, I'm willing to go to any public access station in Massachusetts. <laughs> like, I will be there, just invite me. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Yeah. So, uh, this is Catherine Mooney, and so a little background about Catherine. Uh, she is the production coordinator at Walpole Media, mm -hmm. um, previously uh, the production and facilities manager at Bedford TV. That's right. And then before that, used to work for the uh, mayor's office in Boston, shooting meetings, uh, press conferences, yep. all that kind of stuff, so. Yeah, the, the city of Boston's broadband and cable office, which nice. is a variety of things, but really was just uh, the G in uh, like the government station in uh, Boston. So nice. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, you have very extensive experience <laughs> in public access. So <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> more than me at least. Can, yeah. <laughs> so welcome. Happy to have you here. Um, yeah, so here. a little background on how we connected. Um, mm -hmm. Catherine and I met at a little Mass Access. In addition to their big conference, does these little tiny? I guess you can call them like little baby conferences yeah. called Mass Access Meet and Greets Meet and. Greets. and I went to the one in Drake it because um, yeah. at the time I was living in Chelmsford and I was like, I would rather go to the one that's 20 minutes from me. Right. Yeah. Right <laughs> up the street. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and then so we connected there mm -hmm. and um, sure enough. Yeah. Kept up the relationship, and now, yeah. now we're here podcasting. It's important to stick together. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. It's good. When you're in this industry, it's important to you know con continue those relationships, especially mm -hmm. like uh, among the younger the younger uh, employees at public oh, access yeah. stations. I think because they are really you know we have to have the passion to keep. Uh, our station's going, so. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I was happy to be here. I was happy to meet people at that. Uh, man, Drake It has a pretty good uh, station, don't it's they? It's so nice. <laughs> it's actually really crazy. Like, first of all, it's huge. Like, their studio. I walked in, I was like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah. Their office is, itself is even, like, gorgeous. Yeah. And then just walking into their giant broadcast studio, I was like, yeah. wow, this I want this. Right, the dream. <laughs> it's actually really funny because, like, so I basically, I mean, I grew up in Jersey, but, like, I so have. So did I. I know, a fellow <laughs> Jersey girl. I'm so excited about this. I called I called Haley because, uh, like many stations, uh, Marshfield's located inside the high school, so I'm, like, wandering throughout the halls. I'm like, <laughs> it's, which is fine because I'm used to it. It's, like, another day at work for me, and, you know, I see that she's calling, and it's a, a New Jersey area code, and I'm like, it's, it's been a long time since I've seen this. <laughs> But it was comforting, so nice. It felt made me feel like more at home here. I know it's really funny because I had missed your initial call and yeah. I saw the six oh nine. I was like, I thought I just assume any call I get that's right. not a Massachusetts yeah. area code is a spam. And I was like, wait, yeah. no, this is <laughs> this is right. Yeah. And then I was like, it's you. <laughs> so. Oh, yeah. It brings brings me back. Mm -hmm, Not too sure. far from my neck of the woods, because I grew up in Edison and you're from Freehold. Yeah, like Freehold Heights town area. Nice. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you miss like the them. food? Yeah, I miss the food a lot. I I actually found like I I'm not a snob in like any way. Like I've <laughs> honestly like, you know, pretty like low brow taste in some areas, but like one thing that I didn't realize I was a snob in is pizza. Yes. Until I moved to Massachusetts. And oh, I yeah. didn't want to be. I don't want to be obnoxious. You know what I mean? <laughs> but, like, besides some of the stuff I've had in the North End and, like, maybe Regina's on a good day, I've had not had good <laughs> pizza. But I found the best pizza I've had in Massachusetts, and apparently it's right down my street. So. Where is it? It's called Stella's Pizza in Watertown. So, you know. I'll make the trip. That's yeah, fine. Just go. I'm serious. Like, just let me know if you're – we'll go because it is, like – really good it's like the closest i've had to like jersey pete nice so yeah <laughs> <laughs> i 
I know. I'm a pizza snob. I'm a bagel snob. Because I actually just stopped at a bagel place, like, by here. And then I was like... Yeah, not... Something's different in the water, you know? That's that's exactly what it is. Like, like my boyfriend even described it. He's like, it's not even, like, they use the New York water. We don't have it here. Yep. Yep. I know. So, yeah. So, yeah. So, well, first of all, why don't you describe your uh, current position at Walpole Media? Current position. So... There's a lot of names for this position uh, from what I've come across. Like, a lot of times people call it, like, in Bedford, I was a production facilities manager. Here, I'm the production coordinator. You know, I've heard, you know, production manager here. I, It's all very similar, and it's, like, the basically second uh, to the executive director, just someone who keeps day-to-day operations going while the executive director handles, like, the administrative stuff and, mm-hmm. like, town politics and you know membership and policies and like all the kind of stuff that goes along with like running a public access station on the administrative end um whereas i sort of deal with like the day-to-day editing covering events um reaching out to members planning shoots like um any sort of outreach just anything to keep everything going that's that's crazy because like I feel like your position is kind of a combination yeah. of different positions like yeah. we have here, especially <laughs> yeah. the membership part because we have um, Kayla who's our marketing mm-hmm. and membership manager. She handles like all the membership yeah. stuff, and then mm-hmm. so it's it's very interesting to hear like in other stations. Yeah, like it's very um, just like it's the same jobs we do, but they mm-hmm. fall under kind of different titles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I think your job at Bedford was yeah. kind of like so like I'm a production assistant here, yeah. mm-hmm. but like your job at Bedford was kind of like. Basically, what I do here yeah, as a production exactly. assistant. So, yeah. I don't know. It's just very interesting to see, like, um, the different ways, like, they run. I've always been, like, right. curious about it. Every station is different. Um, you know, it, I mean, it really just it comes down to, like, how many uh, employees you have, like, your resources, like, how many productions you have a week. Like, when I was in Bedford, we had, like, anywhere, like, two to five, like, weekly productions. Like, oh, we wow. had so many, like, public, uh, you know, our our p and peg was very huge so um it really just depends like on what you need to do but right now in walpole we only have it's only me and my executive director and then like oh, wow. a part-time guy that does uh like all the gov- all the meetings and stuff and then a couple freelancers to cover like weekend events and things like that wow. um but that's also just because at the state we're at now in our uh, station we need to really build up our public programming mm-hmm. so we don't have that demand yet and then you know as we sort of build up and sort of expand and beef up our programming then um you know i'm sure we'll, we'll find someone else but right now we're in like the we're you know just very base level yeah like, you know <laughs> you know bread and butter of the meetings <laughs> and like a couple event, events we cover at our uh, council on aging um but you know i was hired basically because you know i did so many original productions that like you know I had a sense of what we need to do to build up our pro- public programming. So nice. right now I'm planning uh, to do like a series on this, like on uh, with the trails committee and some uh, sort of like natural, like, like basically nature of Walpole. So like, you know, uh, doing a four part series on this historical farm that has a community garden and like oh, a bunch of so trails fun. that it connects. So, you know, my plan is to just start covering events as they go out through the year and like just sort of, make something of it i don't know yeah. what it's called i'm really bad with coming up with names for this, <laughs> but i'm sure it'll come to me at some oh, yeah. point <laughs> so yeah that's basically what i'm doing right now i've only been i've only been there for about uh, almost two months now mm-hmm. but it's still just very much in the process of 
finding the people in town who know everything. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, when you connect yourself with like different um, like committees and councils, that's how you meet people who know what's going on. Yeah. Like, oh, you should cover this event. You know, whatever. Like, I don't live in Walpole, so I don't know. Um, but that's how you know you have to still be a part of the community. As, exactly. As a station. So I know it's like because I like. I'm kind of in a similar situation where it's like, as obviously I've been here almost two, like in Marshfield almost two years. So like, yeah. I know like I'm finally have yeah. started to, you know, learn what's around, mm-hmm. learn like all the people in town. But it was like really crazy. Cause like when I, I didn't know Marshfield existed until I applied yeah. <laughs> for my internship. Right. Of course. So mm-hmm. just like slowly learning about all the things that are in town and then hearing the, st- hearing the stories yeah, about town. So yeah. <laughs> and I really like what you said about trying to, you know, st- even though if you're not, you don't live there, you're not mm-hmm. from there, still trying to be part of the community. Because yeah. I think that's really important because like, I know for me personally, I'm I join like one of the Marshfield like town Facebook yeah. groups, yeah. which is really just yeah. people posting. Why isn't the trash been picked right, up? Yeah, 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 but um, just seeing like seeing what's going on in town, yeah, and that's then where you get your best info it's right from you oh, know, yeah. everyone's mouth. You know what I mean? It's like people people aren't always going to go to a meetings, but you know they're going to exactly. be on Facebook. <laughs> so oh, exactly. It's like very smart. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I've also found that since I've been working at uh, Peg Stations. Um, my I I feel a desire to be more involved in my own community. Right. Because, you know, I lived in, I mean, I live in Watertown, like I lived in Brighton, like just kind of all over Boston, like greater Boston area. Um, and I just kind of like did whatever, but because I didn't know these things existed. So, you know, uh, now that I know what I'm looking for, because I work at Peg Station, I know all about the different committees and the different like, uh, you know, events and things that you can participate in because it's like our job is to cover those events right now i can like look into my own town and see oh there's like the watertown gardeners association sign me up for that i'm trying to grow kale this summer you know what i mean <laughs> so so i really think um being part of these types of stations really um bring you back to sort of mm-hmm. like you know a local uh understanding of like your community and i think that's something that everyone can benefit from oh yeah it's also like going off that it's also like kind of um helped me notice like how very similar and like yeah. different uh towns um even within yeah. the state can be um exactly uh going for because i lived in chelmsford before mm-hmm. i moved to boston and so i i would i was experienced here with like especially after interning um seeing you know council on aging and then yeah. town meeting hearing about that and then realizing that chelmsford does it the exact same way and yeah. this helps you learn like so much mm-hmm. about just how your town runs right exactly just even going out and filming like yeah. a meeting mm-hmm. um it's i think that's so important because like yeah. it's actually one of the questions i was going to ask you like why mm-hmm. is public access so important and it's exactly what you said because yeah. it helps people like yeah it people should know like what's happening in their town and like mm-hmm. who better than the station that's actually within your town to tell right. you everything that's going on yeah um i fully believe like peg uh public access you know community media tv it's all like it, it's probably uh the most authentic um and oh, democratic yeah. forms of media that exists in yeah. my opinion because it's like it's almost like a it's like a counter force to the commercialization of you know cable news and stuff like that which are owned by huge companies when you have uh like 
all these opinions and all of these like community members coming together to create original programming and also speak um, on behalf of members of the community in like the government meetings and stuff like that. It's like, it's transparency. Yeah. So, and like the value in that alone is, is, is something that I, I feel like people don't understand how important that is, especially mm-hmm. now because you know, it's, it's, it's a challenging place to be, but it's, it's, very important yeah so because you're hearing it like directly from the source like you you're not hearing like Mm -hmm. i mean this is obviously not a similar example but it's the first that's coming to my head like cnn reporting on a school committee meeting like you're getting the information directly from your town leaders yeah and also like it gives people a voice like Mm -hmm. you said it's the most democratic form of media like we are open to anyone in the town if they want to produce something or they want to spread a message they are totally welcome to come in here and yeah. use our studio and, you know, produce something that mm-hmm. they're passionate about, which yeah. I think that's one of the most special things about uh, working in this line, just working in public access, yeah. is the fact that people, like, people in town can help spread, like, spread their views, um, you know, to, I totally jumbled <laughs> up that thought, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah, of course, yeah. Yeah, I think it's... It's a really great thing that we have here, which, uh, you know, obviously, of course, like Peg is facing all these risks with, you know, FCC and everything, Mm -hmm. which, you know, especially because we're both like you had said to me before, we're both pretty young. We're both, you know, kind of at the same level in our careers. So it's like kind of working with like working toward the future of Peg Mm -hmm. and just helping it continue, which I think it's so beneficial because. This actually came up at the meet and greet and drink yeah. it mm-hmm. that a lot of people don't really, I guess, because I can't think of a better way to say it, like care about public yeah. access programming because all they think of it is like some, you know, person yeah. going on the, the air and just show. ranting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's, I mean, yes, sometimes there's the potential for that. Which, yeah, for sure. Of course. But that exists everywhere. Also. Exactly. <laughs> that, that's just podcasts. That's like, just YouTube. Yeah. YouTube, like <laughs> it exists everywhere. It's just like a little bit different. Yeah, it's it's hard. And I, you know, the optimistic side of me doesn't really think that Peg is entirely threatened because mm-hmm. I do think that there is, like, you know, there is sort of, like, a, a support, like, in communities for it. Um, and also, like, when you, when you sort of show what you can offer a community, mm-hmm. like that that becomes sort of like a community resource in the same way the library is. It's like right. th- we are a free resource that's essentially like um, education for like digital literacy like and like uh, video production. Like these things are skills that more and more people need in whatever right. industry they're working in. So it's like when you offer that as a free resource in the same way like you're offering information in a library, um, people see like di- like the value in that and they might be inclined to invest in it. I also think like Peg is may not exist as like a cable station like it's been since the 80s, but I I'm hoping to see it modernize a little yeah. bit more. You know what I mean? So it's like we have YouTube, you know. Mm-hmm. We have on demand. It's starting to like get to that point. My, exactly. My dream is to have like, you know, a streaming service that's like basically mimicking um, anything you're sending out to like the cable station on just like you know, a Roku app or yeah. something where you can just tune in and like see what's going on because I think that's important for people to know. Um, but yeah, so yeah, I think oh, that's the optimistic side of me, but obviously there's concerns. There's mm-hmm. concerns, you know, uh, when 
basic yeah there's just concerns <laughs> everywhere. everyone knows about it. everyone knows it. yeah it's something we we are painfully yeah. aware we're about fighting. we're fighting yeah i think it's important that things like mass access exist exactly where you know you can have this people banding together to create legislation. Exactly. Yeah, so, um, And then for those who don't know, Mass Access is basically yeah. um, an organization that helps community media stations kind of advocate, um, yeah. like you said, like helping propose mm-hmm. legislation to kind of, I guess, save our stations. Yeah. <laughs> um, I really find it interesting what you said about like um, going more like futuristic, because mm-hmm. I feel like that's kind of what we're trying to do here. Yeah. Um, trying that's to, good. the way my, um, our executive director, John Grabowski put it, was trying to make the transition from like mm-hmm. a sp- specifically a tv studio to a media center yeah which yeah. which is why we're kind of branching out into stuff like this podcast um yeah. we post we're using our youtube channel a lot more perfect um and then you know uh streaming on twitch which has been interesting mm-hmm. um yeah just like i think that's something like a lot of stations are working towards from what i've seen just like kind of branching out to the more like uh like different media which yeah. Yeah, which I think you need to do at this point because yeah, the course. way people consume media is changing. Yeah, and you gotta keep up with it, or else you know right. you're exactly. gonna kind of fall behind. Exactly. Yeah, I I totally agree. I think you know, yeah, getting on with the trends, like mm-hmm. on social media, just like making sure that you're spreading the word in some sense, like is the best way you can do it. And if you can get an audience, you mm-hmm. know, if you you know, then they'll want they'll keep coming back here and they'll exactly. tell their friends. It's you know, super important. I also, like, want to go back to what you said about, like, um, that this is, like, such a resource for people to also not even just get information about what's happening in their community, but also to learn. Yeah. I think that is one of the biggest reasons, like, that, you know, mm-hmm. we need to stick around just because, yeah. um, like, we have a kid here who he comes in basically every day after yeah. school and he edits video. He helps out on, like, yeah. a weekly show. like. And, like, this kid's going to have a stacked resume. Exactly. Even more than I do now, like, by the time he's out of high school. So I think it's such an important resource. And then, like, people just people to discover their passions. Yeah. Like, you can come here and say, oh, my God, like, I love filming. I yeah. love editing. And I think that is such an important resource because in the community, just because, like, sometimes, like, schools don't necessarily offer that. I know my yeah, high school yeah. had no. a really kind of crappy uh, yeah, there's digital media program. Yeah. Yeah, and you're, yeah, it's true. It's mutually beneficial. Exactly. You, know, you get the help from that you want from the station, and then you know these these kids will go on to have those skills in college oh, and yeah. be able to really like refine it and like make something of it with that early interest. So I think you know it's super important to like have like the kids here. It's oh, it's, yeah. it's good to have a station like this in a high school. Like I know <laughs> mine mine is in a high school too. It's like there's you know embedded interest like people exactly you know they they get on board and you know they keep they they carry that with with them it's also like you know the cool class to take from what i've noticed <laughs> oh yeah school. it's like the waiting list for um for uh the class like the the main production class is like has a, such a long waiting list. oh yeah um but what those kids don't know is like they can also just get involved with like you know walpole media like you know it's 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 interesting. So it's also like fun, like teaching people. Cause like, yeah. I feel like I've learned stuff mm-hmm. by helping people yeah. produce their own stuff because there, there will be sometimes people ask me, Oh, how do I do this? And I'm just like, yeah, I don't know. Let's figure it out together. And right. then you end up learning something new, which that's been, that's been a very rewarding part of like working yeah. in this industry. It's like the fact that it's so hands on and oh, you yeah. kind of have to like be exposed to new things. Yeah, of course. It's super helpful. Mm-hmm 
for like you personally? Because have you been so like on your job? Um, I know you're trying to build up public programming. Have you had people in the community kind of starting to join and produce stuff? Or right now is a lot of in-house? Um, a lot of it's in-house. Um, a lot of it we sort of are going out to cover events. Um, I think sometimes people are a little bit wary of going inside of a high school to like go like do a show sometimes. Mm-hmm. But like once they get past that and they realize like this is a free resource, I'm sure it'll be fine. Yeah. Um, we have like a few original shows. Um, but really like my interest is like if people can't just like walk into like the media center and feel like totally comfortable i'll come to them like, yeah you know what i mean like it also adds like in my opinion like variety to to it like if you're doing field shoots i'm always about doing covering event event coverage and field shoots um so yeah i mean it, it varies but i would also love to have like a you know oh we have a we have a uh, show coming up where they there's a community resource dog and it's this golden retriever Aww. and she literally is just like this this dog that someone adopted but she, they were or like was fostering and she's like can i just like give this dog to the community and she can do whatever and so it's a community resource dog and you know That's does so a ton sweet. of events in town it's like so sweet and you know so we're gonna have we're gonna have the dog come into the studio and it's gonna be crazy yeah, oh my so god that's what i'm really looking forward to <laughs> that's amazing but yeah um so i'm yeah. curious what are some of your like favorite productions you've worked on um on walpole bedford anywhere or even like in college or anything like that i was very very lucky to get um the job i had in boston even though it was um pretty just standard like it was a skeleton crew of um like videographers and we would maybe like four or five full-time and then a couple of interns here or there um but the the mayor would have like anywhere between like one and five events a day where he would have to go around like the whole city and like do ribbon cutting ceremonies and stuff like that so i saw the mayor every day like I, sh- I like he he knew my name at one point like it was cool it was like cool to see that i saw a bunch of um elected officials i you know i met like alexander ocasio ortez i met liz warren i met joe biden um you know, I saw Viola Davis speak at the women's conference. Oh so it, it was cool to just be a part of everything. It was like, so all of those events where I got to see somebody like pretty up there was like very fun. Um, but I think my one of my favorite pro- productions in Boston was when um, uh, the Red Sox won the World Series. Oh, man. And so <laughs> the parade was like in the middle of the day, um, downtown Boston. And what... The, because Boston sports is so like they're used to winning everything every year, <laughs> like um, they they were used to having pe- like the Red, the Red Sox win the World Series and have this parade or have the Patriots win uh, the Super Bowl and have it be a parade like it's always a thing, um, and so we got a spot on a press truck. So I'm sitting in the back of a literal pickup truck, like on these benches with strapped with like all these other like mayor's press office people, and I just got a chance to film the whole parade it was so much fun um so chaotic (laughs) and i couldn't use all like got to see like red sox players in the duck boats like everything it was like awesome but um (laughs) but like so much of the footage i couldn't use because it's just like all of these insane people just like (laughs) drunk in the middle of the day just like (laughs) i saw one guy like go up on some (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> some dude's shoulders and then just smash like a beer over his head and the whole crowd is screaming and i'm like <laughs> i'm like i can't i'm like 
I went back to my boss. I'm like, there's a lot of this we can't use. So <laughs> if you want to use some of it for B-roll, like in a new <laughs> news program, that's fine. But just like, be prepared. Like, <laughs> I did not, like a lot of this is not acceptable for TV. That's so that was really so fun. funny. And you just see like the whole city just like, up, you know, it was, it was awesome. That's that was like, like amazing. The most memorable like moment in my life. Um, but I mean, I'm happy to like other productions I've worked on are like just as rewarding. It's like that was just like a you know it, w- mm-hmm. it was fun, but it wasn't like oh it's just the height of everything. Like things I'm most proud of probably came from something I've done in like Bedford mm-hmm. because um, you know I was able to live stream a whole parade uh, using a Sling Studio system and. Um, some of our footage from that live stream got put on uh, Channel Channel Four News. Oh, cool! Because they're doing expose on the citizen of the year in our town who um, has uh, throat and mouth cancer. So they did a whole um, story on him, and they're like, "Can we use your footage?" I'm like, "Yes, but you better credit me." <laughs> so, like th- that to me is more rewarding because it's like more community based. It's not just like you know, like the excitement of it all. You know what I mean? And so. Yeah, so those are some of my favorites. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't even imagine like what that atmosphere would be like just in the middle of It was cool. Boston, but like, you like screaming people. You're still just like a production person. You're just yeah. like you have to work behind the scenes. You can't just <laughs> go up to people like, Oh my god, hi. Like you just have to pretend it's not a big deal. <laughs> one thing in reality. Learn, yeah. One thing I did learn is you can pretty much get into any building you want if you're wearing a press patch and uh have a camera in your hand you're like all right go on through it's like me they don't really ask questions yeah so that's a little tip for you (laughs) awesome so i'm curious because i know um i mean obviously you've been working in public access pretty much your whole career i'm just curious as to how you like initially got involved i know you started out working in the mayor's office were you like looking for jobs and then that just happened to kind of appear or i was literally working at a bar and then um I got a message from, I studied film and new media in, at Wheaton College, mm-hmm. um, and I had a really good relationship with the two professors of journalism and uh, film and new media studies there, um, and they randomly just messaged me, like, literally, like, the week I needed it the most, as I was just, like, applying to jobs, it was getting nowhere, and someone who used to work, who, who used to go to my school was like, yeah, we have two people leaving, and we just need someone who, like, knows how to work a camera. And, like, literally within a week, I went, got, did an interview, got the job. And I was, it was just, like, this literal, like, job of my <laughs> dreams handed to me just out of nowhere. And That's it was, amazing. it was a really great time. Um, but I, I studied film in college. I was interested in, I used to do video work for startups over at this, um, accelerator incubator i'm not interested in marketing i mm-hmm. you know i i like this way more you know yeah um i'm not a very competitive person um you know i'm i like to sort of do things for other people instead of just like do things for the money um so i i, I like like you know i was i did the job i wasn't thrilled about doing it um and you know just all throughout college just kind of worked on different small productions and stuff like that and i knew you know if it wasn't going to be like film, new film, it would have been new media or journalism or something like yeah. that. Something we didn't have a communications major, so this is like the more, you know. Um, so you know, and because of that, I was able to land this job in the middle of Boston, and and uh, since then, there's been more turnaround, and I've offered. When I was leaving there, I offered my job to another girl who was in the film and new media program, and you know, pass it along to her. So it's like the cycle continues and so yeah. it's important to like 
you know, do things for the institutions that helped you out also. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah you got to, like, keep those connections. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> it's very, very helpful. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, did you, so did you have, like, a TV station at your school, or was it all just, no, like, kind of? No, we didn't have anything like that. I mean, I went to, like, a, I went to boarding school, um, and they had, like, they had, like, editing stuff. Like, they had a small video production class, but they did not have a TV studio. Um, all they had was, like, a theater. Mm. Um, so, yeah, nothing like that, really. I mean, but I still started by just, like, making videos um, in high school just because it was just interesting to yeah. me. Yeah. So, you know, and then I'm like, all right, I'm going to – this is what I'm going to do in, in college because I'm not mm-hmm. – I'm not really interested in studying uh, biology or <laughs> chemistry. That's not who I am. I want to go out there and do something. I know. know. It's just, like, the act of, like, making, making things. Making something, yeah. Um, I like what you said before because you were, like, in, like, kind of – you said, like, you were never interested in marketing and, like, doing yeah. stuff competitively. And then, like, I've noticed, like, in this specific part of the industry, it's yeah. very, like – it's very chill. It's yeah, very it relaxed. Chill. Everybody kind of works together. Yeah, of course. And I've noticed, like, there's just so much more, like, creative freedom here. Yeah, of course. Like, just the fact that I can go to my mm-hmm. boss or my production manager and say, hey, I kind of want to do this thing. And they're like, all right, we'll see if it works. Yeah. Like, and then, like, like the fact that I have the opportunity to do something like this when I was, like, we sa- I said during staff meeting, like, hey, I think I want to reach out to yeah, Catherine yeah. from Walpole Media. And my boss was like, cool, that's a great idea. Yeah. And, yeah. like. The fact that, like, you know, everybody right. pitches in to help out. So I feel like... That's how I feel. Yeah. And I, it's funny because I, I was telling my boss, I'm like, I I, I got invited to go on this podcast in Marshfield. Like, I don't want it, you know, I, I can, like, work late if I need to. And she's like, just go do the podcast. It's fine. <laughs> like, this is, like, you know, it's part of... It's part of the industry. It's part of, you know, making connections. Exactly. It's like solidarity. So, yeah. I... I I also agree. I think you have more creative freedom. I'm lucky to have a lot of creative freedom right now because it's like we don't have – I don't have, like, a lot of things to take over. It's yeah. like, I, you know, I'm building up this these new productions that are coming in the spring, and it's, it's just really exciting because it's, like, you know, my direction and – you know, you're not just sort of taking orders from, you Yeah. Know. In Boston, it was just like, you, all right, you go to, you know, <laughs> go to the seaport and go film this ribbon cutting or, you know, go down to Dorchester and, like, you know, do this groundbreaking ceremony. It's like, this is more of a place where you can sort of express your ideas and mm-hmm. refine your technical skills. Oh, yeah, definitely. Because I find, like, when you have creative freedom, you're more inclined to, like, make it really look really good yeah you know what i mean and then you build up like your different techniques and stuff so i think it really lends itself to each other i know this job has helped me learn so yeah. much <laughs> like this time last year like I'm, i mean i still can't set mic stands up they are my worst <laughs> enemy but <It's> okay. <laughs> just like i this time last year like i couldn't picture myself like producing a podcast yeah or like working like the light board or mm-hmm. i'm or, like, the broadcast picks board. And it's, like, the fact that, like, now I have all these, like, technical skills under my belt just from this one place. And, like, it's been – it's such a cool experience. Yeah. And, like I said, you know, learning by teaching people. I mm-hmm. feel like this sort – I feel like um, working in public access gives you, like, such an opportunity to really, like, kind of perfect your skills and, like, learn all these new things. Um, yeah, it's just been, like – that's, I think, one of the most important things. Just, yeah. like, the fact that in my own experience, like, I just – Let's see, I've been here, I've been working here full time since August and then interning like back and forth and then going to part time. And just now that I've been here, even just since August, I feel like I have learned so much in such a short time. And just like because of the fact that there is like that creative freedom and then um, 
you get more you get much more like involved yeah for like sure. even as an intern and even i see with the interns here like our interns like go out yeah. and like go film news stories and then they come here and then edit them like mm-hmm. all by pretty yeah. much like all by themselves it's just, you know you know the most yeah. you know the most uh i know jen does here is she's <laughs> kind of like hey we got this happening who wants to cover it and then you know mm-hmm. even so even for people who like don't even work here like yeah. they get the opportunity and i feel like that's true for pretty much yeah. most stations that sure. like people get the opportunity to kind of just like do their own thing and mm-hmm. then be independent and that is i feel like such a big part of learning something yeah um what do you edit why. on what's up what do you edit on what do i edit on yeah um we use like Here. the software yeah we use yeah. final cut mostly okay. um final cut connected through edit share yeah um do you do that at walpole we we have premiere but it's like like just going off what you said about you know like having people like you learn like different editing programs that are going to be like like use elsewhere different you know how to work different cameras and stuff Mm -hmm. like that so yeah I you know I totally agree with that and you know just like learning as much as you can um and it's also like going down to the basics also right you know it's like you you really learn you know how to set up the camera like the settings like exposure all types of things like you, things that you need to sort of make a production look good. And then, you know, you you have the ability to sort of, like, learn a little bit from, like, your mistakes and, like... Mm-hmm, definitely. You know, so that you, you just keep improving. So yeah. it's good to have a place like this. Exactly. Because it's, like, it's very... The way it was described to me, it's very, like, low stakes. Yeah, so, yeah. like, if, like, a shot doesn't look good, it's, like, okay, you know, this came mm-hmm. out a little, like, yeah. dull, came out a little, eh. Here's what you can do next time to sort right. of... Like, nobody ever... Um, like, I guess, like, is annoyed if you make a small mistake. Because I remember um, my own personal experience. I worked in, I worked in New York City um, my last semester of college um, before I uh, came back here. Mm -hmm. And, like, it was, I mean, it was such a cool experience. Like, I learned so much about, like, television production. But I feel like I was very stressed and it was very, like, high stakes. like in general. (laughs) I know. And, like, like, getting, like, told like oh you're not doing this fast enough when it was basically mm-hmm. just like organizing releases i was like huh? oh okay meanwhile here it's like yeah like take take your time yeah. you know it's yeah. all good you know don't i mean i just am stressed because that's the way that i am yeah. <laughs> but you know it's just like to get that like sort of validation to that that it's like you know hey like the opportunity to like learn from your mistakes as opposed to like agonizing over them is mm-hmm. a very nice thing yeah um for sure yeah for sure but also then when you have something really good like you feel really proud about oh it yeah and like you know and that other people can use it you know like if it's for a specific like group or whatever like then they have a, a free video and yeah you feel you feel great <laughs> i know it's so like do you do you know like do you remember like the moment you managed to like troubleshoot something without someone's oh, help yeah. and you're just like <gasps> yeah like course. i did that in here one day i was setting up for the live shows and the, that's what you should go in that's really, really like gets me yeah like if there if something <laughs> not not saying like if something's going wrong i get excited but if like i can fix something it is like very satisfying and then you know what's oh yeah wrong in the future i learned a lot about engineering um in boston and then in uh bedford so you know it's 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 good to like have those like troubleshooting issues and it's like i have an issue now that i have to go uh, take care of in Walpole when I have when I head out of here um but it's like these are like when you solve it it's like good like now oh my know, god it's it the best yeah, feeling you feel sure. like you could conquer the world when you <laughs> yeah. manage to like fix an issue without having to like go to your boss or your manager or anything definitely like I think there's been times where I feel like I've probably announced it I'm just like I figured it yeah <laughs> I'm like the kind of person where I'll like 
I will get like annoyed until I figure out what the heck is happening yeah like there's like if final cuts being weird and like mm-hmm. just restarting it doesn't fix the issue yeah which that's the funniest thing i've noticed that like yeah. working in television is basically it yeah, turn of it course. off and on again yeah which is a lot of time yeah the funniest thing <laughs> ever <be> surprised <laughs> we had um i was doing a show i was running a live show here one night and then like five minutes before we're supposed to go on the air like broadcast picks just decided just, to yeah. crash and i was like yep here we okay. go okay and so i had was like all right we're gonna pray that restarting it <laughs> yeah. does the trick because if it doesn't uh, yeah, oh no be bad, yeah. but it's just like it's so funny when it's like such a simple solution mm-hmm. and you think it's like this massive problem yeah um yeah no i will like get in there and i'll just get like annoyed until i fix it yeah. and like it'll be something so right, small then, like if it doesn't work you don't stop thinking about it you're just like oh i just gotta you know i know and i'm like no there is a way to fix this yeah. and someone will be like no it's fine i'm like no it's not fine yeah <laughs> we're not leaving this alone exactly <laughs> but it's i know it's such like an amazing feeling like i couldn't figure out one night in here why the teleprompter wasn't mm-hmm. turning off and like i remember seeing my boss do something so i would just like you just had to disconnect a cable and plug yeah. it back in and then i fixed it and i was like yeah oh my god that's good and then like you know you become one you become a valuable member of the station and then you know it's and then you just feel you know accomplished i know it's all good it's the best (laughs) i do i do love working in this industry a lot it is it's been it's been a fun time it's very it's very like fun and interesting Mm -hmm. to like work in like because people obviously think of public access is just like you know boring it's Mm -hmm. just like oh the channel that we just have on our cable that you know click yeah but like people like it's my job is basically parks and rec but real life it's great yeah, i love course. it yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's i've heard people describe it before, <laughs> honestly you know i'm not complaining about that either <laughs> it's good to be a town person oh you know? yeah you, like you should you should know about your community you should be exactly involved. it's it really it gives you a perspective of like um you know not just your community but the world around you as well and like people live different lives you know exactly like, a lot of time, you know, especially us as young people, we're very involved in our own circles online, and we don't have the diversity of opinions that, like, you wouldn't even get from, like, you know, talking to your neighbor. And mm-hmm. it's, like, I think that's a really, you know, at a place like this where anyone can come in and sort of express their ideas is, like, you know, it's, that's important because people should hear diverse opinions and ideas and be able to understand each other because otherwise it's just, like, you're not learning, you're not challenging yourself, you're not, you know, yeah. engaging with your community, you know, you're blocking off, you know, you know, you put your yeah. blinders on to everything else, so, yeah. It's also, like, very interesting to see, like, when people come in and produce stuff, like, yeah. just, you kind of catch a glimpse into, like, people's lives and what they're passionate about, which I yeah. think is a really cool thing. Definitely. Just, like, to see, like, what other people are, because, you know, you get so invested in, like, your own projects and your own work, and then, mm-hmm. like, you get to see kind of where other people, what other people are doing. And it's yeah, always, like, really definitely. interesting. I always, like, really enjoy it. Just seeing, yeah. like, when someone's like, hey, can you help me figure out why this thing's happening? And then I kind of, like, get to see what they're working on. And I'm like, yeah. oh, this is, this is neat. Yeah. So, yeah. Very nice. Yeah. It's... It's a very rewarding industry we work in, yeah. and I wish like more people like could see that. I know that's why I want to like. I have an opportunity this summer to hire an intern, and I'm probably gonna go just right to Wheaton College and be, yeah. like, talk to my professor and be like, "Give me your like, give me your student that is has the chops but needs a little bit of like help mm-hmm. get like breaking in, like a little bit of ex- who needs a little bit of experience." Because that's how I felt when I was in college. Like I felt like I could you know make video and i was fine but i wasn't like 
I didn't completely accept, like we had someone who ma- made a feature length film in my college. Oh my yeah. My friend, Michael Christie, shout out to Michael Christie. <laughs> he told me, he actually told me uh, in college, you should just, you should work at your community access station, like to start off and look at where I'm at now. It's, <laughs> it's my true passion. Um, but he was like a filmmaker. He like, you know, spent like three times the amount of time, like on video work than anyone else did. It's like, you know, he doesn't need a handout for an internship. He'll be fine. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, someone like me where I'm sort of beginning to like learn all of this and like get a sense of the basics and like how it can be applied, you know, and a genuine interest in it, like, you know, gives, you know, not someone just like me, but someone that could like use yeah. this. Because I do believe that like, it's like a, a videographer's, you know, one of, for many videographers, a kept secret, you know, it's like, if you want to be, do video full time, you know, you can go out and try and apply to like marketing jobs and you're going to get really challenged. And it's like a very saturated market, especially yeah. in Boston. But, you know, peg stations give you those same skills and resources, um, an opportunity to sort of create. Um, and you wouldn't even, you wouldn't even know about it. Exactly. So I'm just trying to bring more awareness to that yeah. by connecting with other people. That's awesome. Yeah. I know, like, we've been talking a lot about kind of the future. Yeah. The future of PEG. I know, like, Mm -hmm. some of the challenges, we've already discussed that a little bit, just some of the challenges we're facing is just the way people, the way people consume media Mm -hmm. is changing. And I know, like, other than that, like, what do you think is, like, some challenges, like, our stations are probably going to face in the coming years? I think if we don't, um, I I think it depends station by station. Mm Mm-hmm. There's some very well-established stations, especially in Massachusetts, like New TV. Um, oh, they're amazing. BNN. Like, you know, these these stations exist, and they are, like, a, a community resource that people, you know, are aware of. I think uh, stations that um, really kind of only focus on government or education might be a little bit threatened because besides, like, the 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 core people in town who have an interest in that and, like, you know, don't attend those meetings, like they might not even know about it. So I think it's important to sort of showcase what you can offer the community. And I think that's like a great way to show, mm-hmm. to get, keep people coming back. Um, Cause also if you make a video for um, someone or work with someone on video um, and then they're very pleased with the product and they use it for their own thing, like there will be interest elsewhere because people will see it and they'll say oh i have something that i would like covered or i would like to go check it out or i might be interested in starting my own show so i think it's you know again i i touched on this earlier like treating these places as community centers like places where people can go and learn and um you know offer classes have open houses yeah again like you were talking about twitch streaming bring in like new technology like that all the kids are doing you know this these kinds of things will uh create a culture and will have it easier for volunteers to be involved um there's all there's tons you can do it's really just what comes down to it like caring Mm -hmm. and like making an effort to try and engage in the community and then also you know maybe like i said earlier in the future like finding a way where these shows can be broadcasted and and even more accessible way yeah. than just a cable channel or YouTube videos. Um, I think that's very much key to it. Um, you know, I really, I know that legislation is trying to be passed where like 
uh, streaming services like Netflix and Hulu that use local infrastructure would be taxed instead yeah. of the cable bills. I think that's a great idea, and I think it also like lends itself to uh, modernizing these things. So it's like you know, if streaming services are being taxed, like how can we implement the cable station in the streaming service? Mm-hmm. You know, it's just continu- continuing on as like these uh, this industry changes. Exactly. So you know, it's the same with like print media. It's like you know, you have print media, uh, you know, it's just sort of like moving online and modernizing and yeah. And we have to do the same. Otherwise, you know, if, if, if any, if this is a case with individuals and stations, if you're not challenging yourself, exactly, like, you remain stagnant and, you know, I don't think anyone wants that. Yeah. And I think it's like important to kind of like, like you said, modernize and yeah. like go with like different non-traditional mm-hmm. forms of media, For which sure. I think is like a big thing yeah. that stations kind of need to like, we're starting to kind of do that here. Mm-hmm. And then I know like Walpole, especially since you guys are kind of building up, like you guys definitely yeah. will have potential to do that, which is like, it's a really cool thing. Cause like, it's a lot to yeah. like try to learn and try to follow where things are going. Cause I feel like media just rapidly changes more than we can even follow like i can't even imagine how our parents feel like trying to figure (laughs) out but i can't just turn on the tv like it's just just trying to keep up i think that's one of the biggest things Mm -hmm. that stations like us have to kind of pay attention to Mm -hmm. is just like just the changing landscape Mm -hmm. of it and then how people are sort of watching nobody watches tv like the yeah. normal way in the anymore sense that we like grew up with exactly yeah. like you it's know very... i go home i stream on netflix yeah. and hulu like mm-hmm. i don't really watch cable anymore yeah yeah it's it is different but i do think like there's different ways that these these you know especially now with like the election coverage like people are looking to watch cnn but so many people have cut the cord it's like you still have an uh an opportunity to see that by like you know, YouTube TV and all these different things. There's also a streaming service called Pluto TV, which is completely oh, really? free. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I know myself, I have an antenna. So, like, I like to get those channels. I like to, because I'm in this, I want to see sort of, like, local things, like local Boston things also. Um, <clears throat> yeah, check out Pluto TV. It's pretty interesting. <laughs> I've never heard of that one. Yeah, it's it's free TV. It's, like, they have different channels based on different things. Like, they have a whole, like, food channel. They have, like, a whole channel of reruns of, like, Maury. And, like, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm serious. And, like, uh, like Nick Cannon's Wild and Out. Like, they have, like, just whole channels that are just one show. Oh, that's amazing. Um, and it's, like, that's how they, you know, these, these shows, I imagine, like, I imagine, like, they were bought and, like, they're using ad time. But it looks like a, just, like, like you're flipping through channels. So I, I think things like that in the future, what people are going to see a little bit more because it's like, I think people had cable. I think they switched to streaming service because they're like, we don't need this. But then they don't know any news because it's all on the cable right. network still. So I think PEG as a like concept entity that exists in this country needs to find a way to like get in there somehow mm-hmm. get in the stream and the you know information uh channels and i think we'll be set to go yeah <laughs> that's it- like the dream <laughs>
this is something I've been thinking about since you sent me the, uh, the <laughs> questions. <laughs> I know. It's just like, it's just trying to figure it out. I feel like it's always the hardest part. Yeah. Because I feel like once you come up with something, then all of a sudden there's like a new yeah, trend sure. or whatever yeah. to sort of be like, okay, well now how do we yeah, yeah, yeah. go towards it? I think it's like, because you, you were talking to me about this when I first like kind of brought this up, how we're both young. Yeah. And so it's probably going to be kind of, I guess, our job yeah, it, yeah, to it, like sort of figure job. out where it's going. You know, we, um, ha- we have to be like, you know, the, the passionate ones here. Exactly. Gotta, be like, yeah, like, go, 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 go. <laughs> um, you know, which can be hard sometimes. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's like, like can be low energy. <laughs> Same. Let's be real. <laughs> it's also, it's like even, I don't even understand it sometimes. Sometimes I'm just like, I don't know what yeah. people are doing. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. You, yeah. It, you know, I'm, I'm 25 and, you know, it's funny because I see like kids like with the TikToks and I'm like, this is like, this is the thing that's separating me from this Oh generation. God. I'm <laughs> like, this is the line that I've, I'm now crossing into my old age because I don't don't get it. I usually am on top of these things, but it's like this is just something that I Oh, I can help you out with that. I'm an avid TikTok watcher. (laughs) I am slightly ashamed of it, but it's only because it fills the void that Vine left. That Vine left, yeah, for sure. I feel like if I tried to ask my boss, like, hey, can we make a TikTok channel? He'd probably be like, what? Yeah. (laughs) Can we make a what? That might be a good idea. Oh, God. Oh, my God, can you imagine? I can't imagine my staff trying to do Renegade. I feel like my friends would enjoy it, but... Yeah. (laughs) It's just, like, forced, like, team bonding. Everyone has to do the renegade right now. No, this is mandatory. (laughs) I feel like I tried to make a TikTok once, and I couldn't even figure out the app. And I was like, oh, God, I'm Mm -hmm. old. Yeah. Yeah. It's so... It's so funny. But I think that's just how, you know, the times change and how, you know, industry changes. So we, you know... You gotta keep up with it. I think that's just the biggest... The biggest thing you can take away from that is like you just have to try your best to keep up with it because if sure. you stay like trying to do the same things, like yeah. it's obviously like you know, yeah, you're gonna fall behind for sure. And it's in an ever changing industry like this one, you gotta find ways to really like mm-hmm. keep up with the trends, keep up with how people are watching, keep up with yeah. what people are watching mm-hmm. to sort of figure out okay, like how can we get in on that? Yeah, exactly. Um, and so that kind of leads me to it does a little. It does kind of lead me to. Um, yeah. So I just want to know like. Um, you know, we both kind of got into this industry based on, like, connections and mm-hmm. working on internships, things like that. So I just want to know, like, what advice would you give to people who are looking mm-hmm. to kind of start their career in either television or yeah. any other media, anything like that? Um, I think it's important to have, like, you know, the basics down for sure. Like, know uh, what – be prepared with, you know, a little bit of everything of audio, you know, video editing, just – some sense of it some sense of all of that like going into it um being able to like you know articulate your interests and also like what you've been able to do just like even if it's like one or two things like no one in my experience people aren't gonna sit down and watch your whole portfolio of work but if you can have like you know a few things that you can say like i worked on this and it was rewarding because of this or i accomplish this and through it i learned this and this ignited a pat you know being able to sort of give examples and just explain why they were relevant to you and like why you know how it can how you know it sets you aside from like other people um i would say like just walk into your local community access station and sort of get a sense for what's going on it's like right in town you know i've told so many people just like go to your local access station like you will be surprised at like what you can find there um 
And yeah, and just like, you know, really just like walking in there, seeing what they have to offer if you want to take classes and stuff. If you're studying in college, just, you know, go look for around the area for like job postings. People are always willing to like train and hire people. Um, I think Peg is very forgiving in like how they can take someone with like minimal experience and really like make a well-rounded like individual and videographer and stuff like that. Um, and like, and be open to other things too. You know, I know people who started off in Boston as videographers and they became engineers. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, you, you never know where you're going to end up, but I think just sort of being open to like, you know, the, the, well, being aware that the industry, even in, you know, peg access is competitive because it's video work and it's hard to find full-time video work in, any sense anywhere pretty much yeah so it's like you know being confident enough with what you're able to do and how you can be set aside as a as a person would be good or just like start you know if you're super young start working at your public access station start interning you will learn the skills so quickly and you have the mind that can be melded to like keep those skills for like well into the future so like you know starting off young uh, just like learning as much as you can and keeping that interest going. Um, these are all things that will be very useful. And then just being able to like explain why, <laughs> you know? So, and just be a good person, you know? <laughs> just don't be like, don't just, be a jerk. Just don't be a jerk and you'll probably be fine. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> that's how I live my life, basically. That's a good, that's a good mantra to have. Yeah. Just, you know, try to <laughs> be nice. Yeah. So, um, or, you know, just email me and I'll find some. <laughs> I'll find a job. Yeah, connect with Catherine on LinkedIn. (laughs) Find me on LinkedIn. (laughs) I can probably help you out. Is there anything else you'd like to say or no, thanks for having me. This is great. Thank you so much for coming. This is awesome. Yeah, I'm I'm excited to hear this. I'm excited to share this with everyone. Look, (laughs) I was on a podcast (laughs) and I'm not lying. people invited me here doesn't it feel so cool to do a podcast yeah. it yeah. makes me feel like i'm so really legit. i'm really trying to get that going at walpole so hopefully it'll happen yeah, in the future. and definitely. then i can ask you to come and we can do this all over again. i am down You're right and i would love to come by and like check out your station one day all right, deal yeah shake on, shake on it <laughs> can i reach yeah, yeah. All, right. all right thank you thank you Haley.